This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. They might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub, but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. All right, welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. We are now up to episode eight, which is good. It's been two months, Jeff. That's fantastic. Um, I, feel, I feel like we've been doing this forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, we've been recording it for two months, let's just say that. I, I kind of I had a re-listen to the, uh, to the first episode today and how we, how we said we'd been... Um, friends for 20 years so we have been doing this for 20 years exactly um but we've been recording it for nine weeks now actually this is episode nine there we go we can't even count our own episodes um we just episode eight uh was social independence and this one is going to be communication which we actually promised at the end of episode six excellent so we do get there eventually guys yeah that's, that, so that's, ap- our, that's apologies uh to anyone mm-hmm. That has been that has listened to episode seven and eight, expecting us to talk about communication, uh, but we haven't. But lockdown came up, and then our listener question came up last week, so uh, that's exactly right. We kind of stuck them in the middle. Well, so, we, are, we are another week out of the tub. Due, yes, due, due to our not lockdown, we're not in lockdown anymore. We're just not allowed to go and see anybody. No. And the unless funny it's, thing unless is, it's in public in large groups, then it's fine. Yeah. Again, we don't want to be political about it. But we're not in lockdown. We're, Victoria's calling this not in lockdown, but this seems to be what lockdown is in Sydney. Yes, yes. Like one of my customers in the cafe today said their son lives in Sydney. Um, and he said, oh, how are you doing with the lockdown? He's like, oh, not too bad. I went for a swim this morning and then I played a round of golf and I've done some work in the backyard. Like that's not yeah. lockdown. <laughs> that's 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 life. That's life yeah. as, as normal. Yeah. But they they are the things. The the round of golf is the thing that Dad last year was hanging out the most for yeah. after our three or four month lockdown. Um, and Gladys is letting people do it, but that's not what we're talking about. No, no, not at um, all. We're back. We're, we're already off, we're already off track. <laughs> we haven't even got through the intro. So, uh, hey Lee, how are how are you? Uh, I was thinking about this as I was driving home because I knew we would start the episode like this. Yeah. Um, and I actually was like, I'm just sick of my answer being tired every time. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But my, tired. My, my, tired. Yeah. We're always tired. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be you, in the you, highlights package. If you, you do, yeah. you know, you can do those like word wall things where it takes yeah. all the words you wrote and then makes really big, big the one you said the tired. most. And communication will be up there this week. Yeah. There'll be no pants, no problems. Tired, communication, naked. That'll be the three big ones on our word wall. 
hot tub. Yeah. So uh, communication is what we're going to talk about this week. Uh, we're finally, we have been trying to communicate about communication, uh, but we haven't. As, as, as I said to you before the show, it's time for the talk of talk about talking to stop and the talking to begin. Yeah. So uh, it came up in our episode about anger uh, yes. because we talked about communication uh, being an important way of avoiding the kind of confrontation that can come up when people are angry and the kind of confrontation that can have negative consequences. Absolutely. And it's a very broad topic. Well, yes, as I, as, as I spoke before the show with you, Lee, we were discussing what, what facets of communication we're going to cover, whether it's relationship communication, work, uh, like the anger situations, lots of different times yeah. Times having effective communication are a handy skill and a, an asset to your arsenal of how to get through life. Yeah, and it, it's, it's a bit, so it could, like this could be a two-hour episode or a three-part episode, or we could be just kind of overwhelmed with the weight of the options. Yeah. We talk for 20 minutes and then run out of steam. That's good. Um, so come with true. us, listeners, and find out <laughs> kind of those it's going to be. Um, I, th- I think broadly, I think the idea of effective communication is undervalued. I think there's a fear of confrontation, which leads to people not communicating when there are issues. Definitely. I think uh, one of the things that I do well in my relationship with my wife, at least, is communication is the, the key to everything for us. If if I say something when I'm in a mood or something that is sounds snappy or anything like that, she doesn't just water off a duck's back and let it build up until it's an issue. She will call me on a straight away and go like, "Hey, that was a bit mean. Is that yep. what you, is that what you were going for?" And that makes you rethink in yourself what you were what was meant by that little comment or whatever. And you have to talk about it. We also have a rule that we never go to bed angry. So if there is an issue, you're not going to lay down and let it fester. You're going to talk it out that night or at least get to some point where you're both on the same page of what the issue is. So as I think we talked about uh, outside of the podcast, it's it's important to communicate about communication. Definitely. And uh, it came up in the talking about communication in relationships. Um, It came up in our previous episode that there are times when I know that trying to have a productive conversation with my husband is not going to happen. And so we occasionally do go to bed or go to work or go separate um, without having resolved the thing. Yeah. Because we know that, Sometimes that's just the way things happen. But I it's think also it, it's also sometimes better to let the air clear and make sure you're what in the heat of the moment things can be said that aren't good yep. communication. And that's yes. why. Yeah. Whereas I think the the opposite is the case for you guys. Definitely. Um, in terms of 
wanting to resolve or knowing that you need to resolve things yeah. before you can move on. And so I think communication is definitely a skill that people need to build up. Yeah. Um, and you've often complimented me on my diplomacy yes. in certain situations in terms of communication, but that occasionally has backfired or not worked for me. Yeah. Um, because my diplomatic approach isn't always the way that the receiver wants to be communicated with. Yes. And that's the challenge of communication. And uh, what I think a lot of people don't give enough thought into about that communication goes two ways. Yeah. And communication is only effective if the message... It's a two-way street, definitely. Yeah, if the message given is also the message received yeah if that if there's something that breaks down in that whole process uh then the communication isn't effective well so, you, you you have a teaching background and i'm currently in a in a training role yeah and i'm quite guilty of at least six or seven times a day you know like six or seven times a conversation yeah saying, saying to somebody does that make sense do you understand what i'm saying like to make sure the information I'm trying to purvey is being received in the way I want it to be received, or at least yeah. what I'm stressing is important to know is important to know. And I think a big thing people need to remember in communication is you have to be a good listener as well. Like that's a very important part. You don't, if you're having a conversation with somebody and you're trying to get your point across, if you're not listening to their counter arguments or their counter views, you're not communicating. You're just preaching. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of the time, um, any communications experts will say that the more you, the more you communicate with a listening mindset, yeah. the more effective you are as a communicator, and that's what makes the two-way street of communication. So, communicating in terms of a relationship. Um, if we just continue on that track, yeah, I reckon now. for a bit. Yeah. Um, it is invaluable in terms of creating a strong relationship. So as, as I said in the past, um, this is, this is I'm, I'm currently in my second marriage and communication in this marriage is a hell of a lot better than it was in the first. I actually would, would believe now that my ex-wife and I communicate better now than we did while we were married. Yeah. When, we, when there's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not fire or passion or anything like that. More when there's weight to the relationship. Yeah. You have to, you, you can be on eggshells around people without even realizing you are and trying to get a point across when somebody's uh, agitated, as you've spoken about earlier, is a waste of time. Sometimes you're not going to, if they're in a mood where they just want to get you in a bad place, it's not going to be, yeah. a, it's not, it's not a good time to try and have a conversation that's, especially if it's something that's really bothering you. But on the opposite side of that, you don't want every good time to be a time like, Hey, now that you're happy, Yes. How about, how about we have this conversation about the thing that makes me feel like shit? And then, you know, that's that's not going to be, that's not a good form of communication either. You need to have that balance of, okay, things aren't going swimmingly right now, but it's a, probably a good time to bring up some of the issues that we have had. 
or things that you need to get off your chest or a good time to listen to what they need to get off their chest as well. And I think some of it, yeah, and I think some of it in terms of a relationship communication and any kind of communication of issues, and this is something that I've been thinking about recently, but also something that I think we could do a whole episode on in the future Mm. is about feedback. And I feel like at the moment in a society, we're in a really interesting social position in terms of feedback. I can see it from a business point of view is that I think people are really reluctant in hospitality to give feedback as a customer. Um, And I think, you know, there's still that thing of, Oh, if I tell if I tell someone, then the chef's just going to spit in my food or yeah. whatever, whatever. But then I think added to that is the whole Karen thing, that as soon as you <laughs> complain, oh. you run the risk of being called a Karen. Yeah. But I think then the other side of that is the ability to take feedback. And I think in terms of communicating in a relationship, you need to be open to feedback from your partner because you are building something together um and if which which should be your strongest foundation yes and if you are wanting to build something with that person then there are going to be times where there might need to be a compromise or there might need to be little things that need to be tweaked and changed and if you're not open to feedback about those things then i think the communication's never going to work yeah um, and so I feel like the thing with the feedback is to not take it personally. And I was listening, I was listening to a podcast the other day, uh, from the guys at the resilience project called the imperfects. And they were talking about when you, uh, communicate about something that's upset you to someone, uh, or something that you want to give feedback on, mm-hmm. then you need to give that, you need to present that communication, but you also need to receive that communication if you're the receiver mm-hmm. as, as a comment on the behavior and not necessarily on you as a person. Yeah. So if you do something um, and someone gives you feedback about that thing, they're not giving, like, I didn't, you know, if you say, I didn't like when you, yelled at me then or I didn't like the way you talk to me about what we're going to have for dinner it's mm. a minor thing but we know in marriages that the minor things are other things, things. they become big things yeah. correct I didn't like how you you know just assumed that I wanted tomato sauce on my potato chips um that's not a comment on you know I don't think Shane is a terrible person because he put sauce on my chips I'm quite happy with the way Shane makes dinner by the way <laughs> I don't think Shane's a terrible person if I say I didn't like that you put tomato sauce on the chips. What is the not good thing? His behavior and Mm. his action, not him as a person. Yeah. And so I think that idea kind of goes both ways as the giver of the communication um, and the receiver of that communication. That it's not... um, your shit because you put tomato sauce on it's mm. I want us to have a bit of a chat about how sometimes you could just think a little bit more or just ask or just say this or yeah you know whatever 
It's very hard to do. Oh, definitely. It's and it's just, and as we've alluded to, it, it it is a skill. It's not something that's you're born with. It's it's something you have to learn to do. Yeah. And the people who go through life not being able to communicate well are the ones that have the social problems and stuff like that. It's not a yeah. It's not a God given thing. It's a, it's definitely a, a, a something you have to work towards in in every aspect of life. We're we're like on, re, on relationships at the moment, and like I said, my relationship at the moment is built hundred percent around communication. Like, there's nothing I can walk into a room and not speak to my wife about. Do you think you both have you both tried harder from the start? Absolutely, yeah. To make because the, because be, of the first. Be, well, we, yeah, as a second marriage for both of us, we, we jokingly say the first one was a practice. Yeah. And, and the skills we learned from what we got wrong are why this one works because, hey, I'm, this is the shit I put up with before. I'm not going to put up with it again. If you've got something to say to me, say it. I'd rather, you know, not have to guess why I'm getting cold dinner or getting thrown, shit thrown at me. I need to know yeah, what's going on. And if, if I'm doing something that's upsetting you and I know it's upsetting you, but I really want to do it, then we can we can find a common ground somewhere in the middle, not just argue about it. If that makes sense, yeah. Um, but yes, it is a skill that you develop, and you developed it through doing it badly in your first. Yeah, marriage. exactly right. Yeah, um, Fa- and, failing and getting up and trying. Yeah, eat. and yeah. I am uh, lucky that I've developed it through having a teaching degree as well as kind of people management experience yeah um and it was funny i shane and i had a big chat about you know life things recently as you have Mm -hmm. to do occasionally um and i felt as i was going i felt like i was running a meeting yeah like i felt at one point i was like oh does he feel like he's in a performance review right now (laughs) (laughs) because in my head i had you know i had an agenda that's right. Head. You've got like I want to. I want to discuss this. You've scored very low in this this yeah. area, Shane. If they, if you could work on improvements in this area, that'd be great. Yeah. And then talk to me about your goals for this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. No. Um, it actually was. It was our. It was kind of a five year plan. <laughs> it was um, a, a five year review, fifteen year review, yeah, yeah. moving on to twenty. Review, yeah. uh, and where do we want to be in five years? No, no. Because yeah. We're you know we're at the point with my business and with his career um, that we needed to have a chat about a few things now and a few future things. So we did that, yeah. but I did feel like I had an agenda in my head. Um, and I was, you know, I could have been sitting down there with my notepad and, and taking notes <laughs> and running through the PowerPoint presentation. of Which which, te- which technically is a very effective way of getting across your points and both being on the same page, but probably not a recommended way to sit down with your wife with a notepad or your, your significant other and go, right. Yeah. On today's meeting, we're going to discuss but then in and it is and it is something to bring up it's it is something to bring up uh, hard to bring up organically as well like yes hey like you can't just drop on somebody hey i've been thinking blah 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 is is my five yeah (laughs) any any conversation that starts with i've been thinking hey or you know it would be good yeah can we talk about something he's going to cost money or cause a fight there's no there's no there's no in between normally um in uh, uh my case and in your partner's case, it's usually the costing money. Yeah. Um, but but then going back to what we said about people communicating differently, and you and Trish communicate very differently to Shane and I, 
mm-hmm. I'm sure every couple or every person that's listening to us communicates Has in a different, different take. style. Yeah. I think that meeting agenda style works for us. Yeah, definitely. Because Shane in his leadership position does a lot of meetings and a lot of agendas. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of meant that we did cover off everything. We yeah. didn't get overly emotional. Sensitive about it all. Yeah, yeah. and sensitive about it, mm. um, which was a contrast to the last time we tried to have a big chat and then there was screaming and then a couple of tears. Tear, tears. And- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do schedule, I did schedule that meeting, um, which I well, think is in your, as, as we've it. discussed in your relationship, you guys are ships in the night. So I can understand why scheduling would be necessary. Yeah. And it was handy yeah. that we were in lockdown. So we we're actually both <laughs> home uh, for a little bit of extra time. But, um, but I didn't schedule us, you know, I gave the a heads up about the agenda first. It wasn't just, hey, can we ever talk about something on Sunday? Yeah. And then he's got to spend two days thinking about, oh my God. What is this going to be? I might yeah. have to sign, sign divorce papers soon. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. And I think uh, in terms of communication techniques, I think preloading the communication, they call it, preloading yeah. stuff is a very effective way of ensuring that the communication is quality. Yeah. Um, if you want to communicate with your partner, it's very hard to just dump something on someone. Um, yeah, especially especially if it's, if it's something that's really been bothering you for a long time and that person isn't aware of that. Yeah. The, and uh, as I've discussed in the past, when we, this is where how communication came up with the anger issue. If you corner me with, yeah. a, to, with a topic, your first natural instinct is fight or flight. You yeah. know, like, and that's not going to get an effective communication. If you say, hey, look, I've been thinking about this. I don't want to talk about it now, but this is this is something that's been bothering me. Don't build yourself up on it, but it's something I think we should talk about. I'm going for a run. I'm going for the shops. I'll be back in half an hour. Give them time yeah. to process, not just bang, and you've got a case prepared. You know, but it's like, it's like a, you know, a court case. You walk in, the defense have got to have their case in order as yeah, well as they've the got to have their time um yeah and so i think there's a lot of ways to go about it uh and i but the main thing is just to do it yeah i know a lot of um and i wasn't good at it for a very long time um i would let a lot of things go unsaid um and there were a number of times when for me that things would then explode yeah definitely. um you know a couple of things would bother me and they would would be minor things yeah but then that minor thing would happen every couple of days yeah. and, and by the time you're actually going to say something about it it's not just a minor thing yeah and yeah. so rather than you know shane doing one minor thing and us having a little bit of a chat about it shane's done 25 things in my mind yeah. But in his mind, he's only done the one thing that I exploded at. Yeah. And it's a tiny little thing. And he's like, what the hell yeah. is that all about? He's yeah. Like, why have you just screamed the house down? Because I didn't line the forks up in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, um, the, it's the big issues. I'll yes. say, I'll say this, the big, the, the big issues in most relationships, gen- genders aside, as we say, yep. 
sex and money. Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be one person in a relationship that has a higher sex drive than the other one. And there's always going to be somebody who spends more money than the other one. And if you can find a person that lines up on those two goals, you're going to conquer the world. All right. Yeah. It's not, it's not a very uh, common thing to line up on that, on those two points. I know the biggest issue in my relationship is money. Like it's not a lack of, it's just how we spend it. Yeah. And it's a conversation we've had many times and we've got ourselves on the same page, but I will, you know, try and be nice and buy something extra and then it all starts again. So we've got a, it's a communication thing that comes up regularly because yep. we haven't got a set. We haven't sat down with that agenda meeting booklet that, that and yeah. said, this is what we are working towards. This is what we're doing. It's just a case of, Hey, there's extra money in the bank. I really like this. I'm going to go get that. Yeah, and then all of a sudden yeah. a, bill, a bill comes in and we're both sitting there looking at each other we're like okay well if we take some money out of the food budget we can cover the bill you know that's yeah. where and, and the, I and, think and that's where resent comes in for like hey well you if, you, did, that if you, you didn't buy the shit thing we wouldn't need that and that goes both ways in, in our relationship anyway but it's different for everybody I'm just trying to yeah yeah no and you're like right said, and yeah. they are the two big things and I think it's, it is important to have the conversation. It's as important to have the, the conversations about the big things as the little things. Yeah. But in terms of with Shane and I, mm-hmm. we have had a number of conversations about money as well. And I won't go into too much no, detail about it. We don't them, need to go into detail. But um, Shane and I have quite different perceptions of money and quite different ideas around money. And so for a while, um, as our finances got more and more tied up together, and then since the joining of the bank accounts and the buying of the house, yeah, you really find out what someone's view about money is when you get on a 25-year mortgage with them. Yeah. <laughs> that's the point when you go, oh, that's what he thinks about money. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we had the big conversation about it that then resulted, and this is what you know I, I said a bit about it earlier in terms of two people coming from different points uh, and the two-sided thing of communication is it wasn't until probably our you know third or fourth big conversation about money that we really established how different our views on money yeah. are. Yeah, I can see um, that. And so we then were able to work that out together better because we had a better understanding of each other's view and each other's values when it comes to that yeah. thing. So my, my view on money is if I've got it, everybody's got it, which is terrible. Like if I've got a hundred dollars well, in the bag, I will shout the bar and everyone gets no, no. a beer, you know what I mean? Like, it's terrible for you. But, but it is good to walk into a baseball club and not have to buy a drink every night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess the main thing is I've, I've had jobs where I've earned $4,000 a week and I've had jobs where I earned 500 bucks a week. Yep. And at the end of each week, my bills are paid and I'm broke. It doesn't matter how much money I bring in. It's yeah. the spending habits that go along with that. And that goes for my wife as well. So we we've gone from a dual income to a single income. So money is tighter, but our spending hasn't changed. So it's, 
more of a like well yeah. there's no there's no savings building up because we don't have that extra money that we were still blowing on fun things but it could be an issue if we didn't discuss it is my thing and the, the, the communication we have and the level of communication we have it's not an issue it's just something we need to work on together and we're both aware of that because we've had that conversation yeah and and so because of effective communication it's we've, not yeah. going to become yeah. an issue um, and it's going to, you know, avoid the escalation yeah. uh, and avoid the concerns that might come down the track, you know, which is where we all kind of started with this conversation and where it came up amongst the anger yeah. episode is that, yeah, you could very easily every month when your credit card statement comes in or whatever, yeah. you know, just yell at each other for 25 minutes about it how much it you've spent. It doesn't fix anything. It's yeah, And it doesn't the, fix the, anything. Yeah, the money's gone. You've got to work out a way together to get through yeah. that. Yeah. And well, and that, and that's, that applies to every issue, you know, yeah. once a month, something could happen and it's, and it's the same thing and you both get angry and you both yell and then nothing gets resolved. And then, yeah. so in a month's time, the same thing happens. Yeah. But as happens with those kind of issues is that it escalates each time. Um, and so each progressive month of issues mm-hmm. becomes worse and worse um, until it's irresolvable. Yeah. So it is a tough thing to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, as we've said, it's a learned skill. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of people avoid it because they think they'll do it badly. Yeah. Um, but I think doing it badly is better than not doing it at all. Yeah, well, that's it. We, we aren't trained professionals here trying to give advice on how to solve these issues. We're going from our own life experience and that's... and Yeah. Yeah, and our, our thing is our like you and I communicate really well and that's why we've been friends for 20 years and that's yep. why we thought this podcast would be a good idea is because our communication is, hey, I can call you up and go, look, hey, that was a dick move. And you're not going to be offended by that. You're going to be like, yeah, okay, I wasn't thinking at the time or blah, blah, blah. Or you can or, def- yeah. you, you definitely do the same to me. And I appreciate the feedback that we just discussed. It's yeah. more, yeah. But the communication lines are that open. So uh, if you, open, yeah. yeah, but, and they're open enough that if you do message me and go, oh, that was a dick move, I don't just go, oh, okay. And then yeah. that's the end of the conversation. I go, all right, well, you, yeah. if I need to, I can say, tell me why. What do I do yeah. differently next time? Yeah. Blah, give, blah, blah, give, blah. Me, give me some constructive feedback, which is another form of communication that's quite effective. If you, I had I had a meeting at work the other day, right? We're moving away a little bit from relationships, I know, but. Yeah, well, we've in, already in, moved in, away from communication into money. Okay, so, <laughs> so well, this is, this is communication. My, this, is, this is how conversations area. flow, right? Yeah. I was at work and one of the guys brought up a problem that he was having at work. And we were like, okay, like, what can we do to make it better? What can we do? What in your mind, if that's the issue, what can we do to make it better? And he's like, oh no, I was just putting it out there. Like, yeah. Okay. So now everybody knows you have a problem with it, but you don't have a solution for it. So how, how can we fix it? If you don't, if you, if you've got something you want to change relationship work, whatever, if you've thought about it enough for it to be an issue in your mind, come up with a solution as well. Or at least be open to a discussion of the solution because yeah. you can't always come up with the solution. No, not it's it might be something you're like, hey, this is really bothering me. 
I don't know how to fix it, but yeah, put it out there in the way that, okay, come up with some ideas together. If you've got a group that you're working with, then you need to work as a group. Working together yeah. is a big part of communication as well, not just getting your agenda across. Yeah, because that is not going to get anyone anywhere. It's, it, it's likely to make you feel better. Yeah, but that, that, that's I off think my that's, chest, but now everyone else feels like she knows that you're not feeling good about it and wants to help. You know, But I mean, it's also yeah. going to be temporary because just saying that you've got an issue without then doing the work to resolve it mm. is unlikely to make the issue any better. It's unlikely to resolve uh, anything and it's just going to continue on that same track. Jeez. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We are two brothers. We have two drinks. And then we talk about cinema. So we are two drink cinema. We have two drinks. We talk about movies. We talk about other things related to movies. And not so related to movies. We do go a bit off topic sometimes. Yeah, some of those things are funny. Some of those things are less funny. Yeah. Sometimes we're serious. We're pretty funny. We are a new podcast produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Make sure you subscribe. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms and you can find us on YouTube at Two Drink Cinema. When when we were doing the anger issue, I said one of the things that I was taught and one of the things he had to think about was if someone screams at you, how does that make you feel? So how do you think that person feels that you're screaming at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So working out how to deliver your message is just as important as the message itself. Yeah. And I think that's going right back to how we kind of started. Yeah. That's communicating about communication. Yeah. And I think the challenge, you know, I can think about a particular case where my diplomatic way of approaching things never worked yeah. Um, but that was in a case where that person was tough to communicate with anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if it was probably a, a two, again, a two sided thing. I wasn't skilled enough at that point to realize that I needed to change the way I communicated with this person. But at the same time, this person wasn't skilled enough to say to say to me this is not working yeah that the way you're you're speaking to me isn't working for me yeah we need to do something so i wasn't aware that something needed to change um and the other person wasn't aware either wasn't aware that they could say to me hey let's change this yeah or they weren't capable of communicating that effectively yeah and so, yeah, it, it starts from doing the communication, probably getting it wrong a few times. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then being able to develop those skills enough that you become a better communicator, but you also become open to being, being other people's able, ways of communicating. Being able to improvise and adapt are very big parts of communication. Yeah. If you if you if I walk into a room all happy and like, hey, like Lee, how you going, mate? Like I haven't seen you for a while, blah, blah, blah. And you're sitting there like red-eyed from crying. Yeah. 
I have to know that I have to change my tone, change my mood, yes. change like, you know what I mean? Like it's, and that's, I'm not saying that's happened. I'm just using that as an example. If you probably happened, uh, probably <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure the same's happened with me where you've been in a great mood and I've been a, the bum that dropped up on your door. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's just, um, yeah, that, that level of interpreting the, what, what that person's giving you is very important. Like, and that's the awareness of the, the two-sided nature of communication yeah. is that if you are just speaking to speak, then that's then going to have our, one result. Then, then come join our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you're speaking to be understood, uh, then you need to be aware of how the other person is taking the communication um, and aware of how they're, reacting to it and i think in a lot of cases a failure of communication yeah failing failure is part of learning yeah but a failure in communication can often come from someone who's not aware of the other person okay yeah yeah definitely so like if i'm talking to you Mm. but like i haven't noticed that you haven't really engaged or you haven't really taken on board what i've said that that is on both of our parts. Yeah. It's on you to kind of be like, hey, you got to say that again. But before that, it's on me to go, Jeff has no fucking idea what I'm saying. Yeah. Or if, Jeff if, if halfway through the conversation, you see me grabbing my phone out and lifting it up in front of my face, which is the common thing these days yeah. of yeah. like, that person's not here anymore. Like I need yeah. to either stop what I'm saying because it's only going to frustrate me or ask them if they've got something more important that they need to do for a minute so they can get back to what we were trying to discuss yeah yeah and then but that i think it needs to come before that yeah i think you can be present in a conversation without actually taking on what people are saying Yeah, you can not have your phone you can be making eye contact Mm -hmm. but still and you see it i think you see it a lot in people with uh I think a lot of people with anxiety kind of do it is they don't feel confident enough to say, Hey, can you say that again? Or can you explain that a different way? And so the communication fails because of a, the person who's giving the communication might not be tuned in enough to realize that, but also the person who's receiving the communication might not be confident enough to say, Hey, I didn't get it. Say it again. Yeah. Um, and that goes back to the feedback thing I was talking about is you then need to be able to give that feedback well enough yeah. to be able to say, Hey, I didn't quite get what you're saying. Can you try that a different way? Mm-hmm. And that's a challenge too. Yeah. And I feel like most of what we've done this episode is just say communication's tough. Definitely hundred <laughs> percent, which it is. It definitely. I think we've also said communication about eight hundred times. So, well, it's the title of the episode <laughs> that we're allowed to. Yeah. Um, the, the the big things for me are the, the things that I would like for anybody listening to take away from from a conversation like this is do the work. You know what I mean? Don't 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 talk to people the way yep. you don't you don't like to be talked to. Uh, Make sure you have a, a clear point that you want to make, which I, I ramble more than anybody 
knows. Uh, yes. Most most of our listeners are well aware of how much we're I nine ramble. episodes in now, so people yeah, are aware if, of if it. You're, if you're listening, you understand how, where my mind just wanders off halfway through a sentence. Yep. But anyway, if you can get your point across quickly and concisely and be able to take the feedback that that person gives you and take it on board and come to a mutual understanding of whatever the situation is, that's the best way to communicate. Not yep. just not just I'm preaching my point and you have to listen. That's not going to get anywhere. And just learn learn those skills. It's it's a it's a definitely a skill you need to acquire and I'm still trying to learn it. My lack of ability to communicate has recently cost me a job interview, a job uh, promotion because I can't I don't talk myself up well. I think that one if we go if we go on that a little bit, it's there, there's different types of communication that are relevant to different types of settings. Yeah, and there's conversational communication, which is something that you're very good at. Otherwise, I wouldn't have put a microphone in front of you. Definitely. Um, but then there's also there are certain specific types of communication, and job interview is one very yes. specific type of communication that a lot of people aren't skilled at there's an entire industry of people that coach for interviews yeah yeah um and you know it's the whole how to write a job application how to speak about yourself in an interview that's a whole you know different sector and Mm. different type of communication and so now that you have tried it and you have sought the feedback yeah. About it. Your communication in that area will be better yeah. because of it. The rule of life comes into communication as well. Don't be a dick. Yeah. 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 That's the biggest rule to live your life by. If you if you wouldn't want to be your own friend, yes. Change, change how you approach things so you would be. Be proud of who be proud of who you are and be able to walk into a room and, and be able to tell people what's going on in your head. Not all of yeah. it. That'll get Not you arrested. Bit. That'll get you arrested. But you know, at least the parts that will build up the situation rather than tear it down. Or you, instead of just walking into a room and telling everyone what's in your head, just start a podcast. Yeah. And you can uh, you can do it that way. Then I can just ramble on for three hours and everyone will tune out after 20 minutes. Yeah. Or I'll edit it down to edit it down something to five, but, yeah. people want to listen to. So I guess our big kind of, I think our main takeaways about communication from this episode are that the first one is that communication is tough. Like I said before, we've said it a thousand times this episode, but, and I think there's not enough of an acknowledgement between people about how tough some things are. Yeah. And, uh, that's come up in a couple of things that I've listened to, like a podcast I listened to the other day about parenting. Um, mm-hmm. Not rel- because a, I'm a re- seeking out parenting say, podcasts. A relative topic for you, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Not because I'm seeking out parenting podcasts. It's because it was a thing that came up. Right. And, and it was a lot of that podcast, the reason I kept listening to it was about communication and about feedback. But mm. one of the things they said, these guys in the podcasts, it was that resilience project one that I mentioned before. Yep. was about how people don't talk about how tough parenting is. Mm-hmm. And so when parents are feeling stressed about whether or not they're doing a good job, they don't have someone to say, 
you are doing a good job because this is fucking hard. Exactly right. And There's so no, I guess no one no one sits down with a notepad and does a peer a, a peer review or a uh, performance analysis at any point. So yeah, you only and know you've done a good job when your kid hits you know twenty and they're a sane person who knows what's going on. Yeah, or even you know later in in that's anyway that's parenting. That's what we're about. <laughs> but my point was that people don't say people don't talk about how tough effective communication can be and how much work you have to do in order to be an effective communicator. So I'm 36 now and I started running meetings at 18. Yeah. And so the first few meetings I ran were terrible. And then the second organization that I ran meetings for, they were better. Yeah. And then you happened to work with me at the fourth organization that I was running meetings for. And yep. that's where you were complimenting how well I ran the meetings, but I only ran the meetings well because I'd ran you terrible had, you had meetings. That, had that experience and built built up your yeah. skill set. That's exactly what I was saying. Communication is a skill set. And so that's our second point. Like first is it's tough. Second is it's a skill set that you can develop. Yeah. And thirdly, is that you won't develop the skill set if you don't do it. Yeah. And doing it, doing it and failing is learning. Yes. You know what I mean? Like if you don't attempt it, if you don't have that deep conversation, you don't have that thing about what's bothering you with somebody, you're yeah. never going to have that skill build up. And it's doing doing it is the way you learn. So yeah. and also being open to that feedback about the communication process and communicating about communicating um, is the way that everything is going to get better. Communicated? Yes. <laughs> I, just want, I just wanted to put that word in there one more time. The communication will be communicated. All right? Excellent. Uh, thank you, Jeff, for communicating about communication this week. I'm glad we finally got that one off the books. <laughs> we did. Um, we will have some communication off microphone about uh, what we're going to talk about next week in No Pants, No Problems. Uh, as Matt will tell you in a sec, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of the future episodes. Oh, we have a Facebook group. There we go. Hey. Yeah. I a way for you guys that. to communicate with us. Yes. Well done for saying communicate again. Um, <laughs> so we have a Facebook group that is for our listeners. So we have uh, set that up on Facebook uh, and Jeff and I are in there at the moment awaiting everybody's arrival. Um, we've made a few, we, we discussed it a bit about what we're going to put in there. Uh, and even though the focus, I guess, of No Pants, No Problem is, is men's mental health, uh, we are opening the group to anyone that wants to chat to us yeah. uh, and connect. This, this this isn't a group that we are going to be adding people to. This isn't an, a, an attempt for us to advertise the show anymore. It's more if you guys are listeners, yep, jump in there so we know who we're talking to. Yeah. So we have the Facebook page, the Instagram and the Twitter, which is for us to just put out stuff and yeah. to tell you what's coming going on with the episodes. The Facebook group uh, is about a bit more connection between us. And I guess building up our little tribe 
of yeah. pantsless people. Exactly right. Um, don't put any pictures with no pants, though, because Please. the group will get shut Facebook, down. Facebook standards and communication guidelines. Yes. yes. Uh, so the link to that will be in the episode description. So you are all listeners welcome to join that if you want to get a little bit deeper into what, what, what we're all one, about. The first thing I want to ask in that group is, what do you guys want to be known as? Are you guys the tubbies? <laughs> <laughs> that has weight connotations. Nah, there we go. Well, I'm a fat fox. So the, pantsless, the pantsless peeps. The pantsless peeps. Is a start. Um, yeah. well, but we'll put that in the Facebook group as a little poll um, yeah. to try and uh, name our... You think like, you know, Justin Bieber has his believers and believers. Um, we need a little my, group. My, my, my back pocket show has its pocketeers. We um, we don't want to start being culty, though. No. <laughs> I'm not We're not going to ask for I... any bank details. <laughs> I promise all the drinks that we mix will not kill you. Yes, that's a promise. Um, so, yes, join the Facebook group as well as following us on the other social media platforms uh, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks again, Jeff. We will be back next week. Thank you, Willie. Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment, music composed by Shane Cole-Hayhow and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now.